Hi, and welcome to No Longer Apart, hosted by Grim Driver, episode 14. Well, we are fast approaching the end of July, and I am late on this episode. It's been two weeks since I've dropped one, and I've been going through some personal things, and I guess I haven't been in the right temperament to really nurture and begin conversations. Uh, So this is from over the last two weeks. Besides what I've been going through, um, I feel like people haven't been as talkative. More people that get in the car now want to join my social media uh, to follow along or just to listen to the show. So, you know, I'm still always working on the show. I'm increasing my videos and videos and commercials, those reels more and more and more. I put up so many every day. I'm recording footage all day long and making videos in the chances that I get. It's helping. It's bringing direction, you know, bringing more listeners in our direction slowly. But hey, you know, this is already done above and beyond what I could have ever imagined. And we're on the long road now world is constantly changing around you, that's always been true. So, I'm working on uh, recording better in the the back seat. I've seen some new microphone thing that's inexpensive that I might try. I don't know if you can plug a microphone into a headphone jack, because it doesn't have microphone jack. So I might spend the 20 bucks to see if this will work. I don't think it's gonna work, but at least it's Amazon and I can return it. And you know, like the two little like, um, you know, hang on your shirt type of mics. So I can put one far away from me and um, one right above the, um, the guest. I really wanna get that improved audio quality. Cause I feel that's really um, just, our easy hurdle that we can get over that will greatly improve things. So the um, I don't I don't know really what's going on with the world. Russia is making promises and then bombing you the next day. The United States is just making things backwards. Monkeypox. That's exciting and it's growing as a problem. But again. This is the way the world's always been. I think we just forgot. We had too good of a run. You know, I I think a movie or or something I read once that said that, you know, boredom in a society is success. You know, as far as a survival standpoint, if people have disposable time, that means it's a little bit easier for them to survive. We've had a lot of disposable time compared to generations before us. Not all of us are toiling away 24 hours a day to survive. You know, like naked and afraid. You're just out there with nothing. So this is just, you know, evolution of our society and hopefully evolution of us. And I don't know what's ahead of us, but it's exciting. Again, I get to live in a great time of change. Or I wonder how this is just the way it's always been and this is the perspective you get. I'm not too sure. I'd like to thank 
all of my guests, even though it's been over two weeks. <laughs> uh, you all get your emails still uh, late, but it will happen. Uh, this week, there'll be tons of um, supporting videos to go along with this. Getting a little bit more creative with my videos and trying to now crack the 1.5 million view problem. Because that's how much you need to really kind of monetize. And I guess I could eventually leverage that as something else if I have an interest. But, you know, I never thought I would get to like 30,000 views in one month. That's mind-blowing. And right now, if it continues, and it's only the first couple of days of the cycle, we'll be well over 45,000 just on Facebook. TikTok is slow, but, you know, most of those videos are getting between 50 and 200. And little by little, this followers. Twitter is growing even slower. I finally started Instagram. It's no longer a part underscore. On the other platforms, you could reach me at Grim Driver or no longer a part. Please share these episodes. Please share our videos. Please join the no longer a part Facebook group. The videos are kind of fun. I kind of enjoy it. You know, I had started off in my creative endeavors wanting to be a photographer. And, and what I find funny now is everything that I learned not to do with a video camera when I was learning how to use video cameras and stuff is what I do now and it makes the video more interesting. It's amazing how times change. But that's it. I hope you enjoy the episode. I will work harder this week to produce another episode. I, I just, you know, need the conversations to happen. I don't force them. I, I take the opportunities when they happen. I want this to still remain organic. If that means it's going to be two, three weeks between an episode, then be it. Uh, I think I'm also feeling like the conversations are the same to me. Uh, each of these episodes, I'm asking the same questions. I, I think I'm just going to start going in different directions. See what happens. I'm looking for something interesting for you to listen to. I feel like if I don't think it's interesting, it's not really going to pop for you. But I don't know what everybody's into. And I'm generally not into what everybody else is into. I had a great weekend. I went to Punk Island in um, Brooklyn. It's a uh, free punk concert for all ages. No drugs, no alcohol. There were a lot of families there, a lot of little kids. Uh, I brought my little Mandy there. So yeah, the, uh, <laughs> we, we were going to try... We were going to try and interview a band and play podcasters. And since my name is Grim, I figured um, a great name and, and my daughter liked it, uh, Mandy. You know, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And um, my daughter is definitely an evil little genius uh, that would enslave the Grim Reaper to do whatever she wanted in her evil plans. So we were going to be Grim and Mandy. And we went up to a band that was totally off the wall and different than everybody else. They drove all the way from Maryland. I think it was their first time in front of people. Went up to them like I knew what the fuck I was doing because I'm trying to get more out of the car. I'm not really sharing my life that much in the videos, but as I'm doing things, I'm taking videos of the things that I see around me that look kind of normal to me that might be extra special to everybody else. Uh, just views of my world mixed however I 
mix at the moment. So we were supposed to be Grim and Mandy. And we went up there all confident and shit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had just finished their set and it was like 100 degrees. So I was like, you guys want to get like composed and, you know, find us. We had like this big stupid umbrella that we ran into a 99 cent store to get because we were the whole like double stage system was just on cement with no trees no cover it was baking and i love the sun and i was like yo we need something so i'm like yeah come find us we got the big umbrella we're gonna be around for a while so a couple bands go by and we come back and we're all rested because we were hot and uh we see them and they jump in the mosh pit so hey they were being kids but it was fun. It was we tried. Uh, we'll take the other opportunities as as we go along. Um, trying to do different things. I am definitely trying to push myself to do more and more of the mobile podcasting. To jump out of the car when the opportunity presents itself. I find I just watch sometimes, just myself in the moment, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I'll get the." camera, go get the phone, record this this would be great the other morning I was washing my car and there were just so many drunk people at the um, gas station it's kind of normal at this point like on Friday, Saturday nights so I'm washing the car in the middle of the night to get ready to go to work and everybody's drinking and bottles are breaking and um, I had just woken up so I'm washing the car, charging the phone and you know this one guy keeps attacking and the cops come and the cops give this one guy a chance to get out to leave it alone to walk away and he just kept coming back they called in backup and i want to say the nypd definitely definitely made the attempt to defuse it and treat these people as though they were drunk and not you know make it worse and until they were pushed, did they, you know, go to the next level and arrest that one problem guy? Nobody else got arrested. They kind of dispersed people, though. It wasn't a bad idea. Um, but the NYPD, um, you know, they, they, they were, you know, what do they call it? Community policing. They, they didn't go too far. They weren't too rough. And they seriously gave this guy 25 minutes more than he deserved uh, as far as patience. Because he was just fucking drunk. He was looking for problems with these people. And the people that he was looking for problems with, they, they backed the fuck away. They got the fuck off. When the cops said, look, that's it. Get out. They they just, they dropped, they dropped it. This guy didn't drop it. So, I should have recorded all that. Instead, I was thinking I just dropped $7 into the car wash and I need to wash this car and get to work. So, you know, I don't know if overall it would have been interesting for videos and stuff. And, um... You know, I could have interviewed the cops or something or the people standing around drunk. I got to get this whole journalism thing down. But with all the things I'm trying to juggle, I am not pushing myself against any walls, trying to um, stretch too fast, too far. It's not a fire. <laughs> this is a process. And um, it keeps you busy. So check out all my social media. We're on Instagram, no longer apart, underscore. Grim Driver on Facebook, TikTok, TikTok. Uh, I even got a Twitch. Uh, I'll be doing some live streaming off that soon. And um, the No Longer Apart Facebook page. I want to thank James Rivera, the author of To Live a Nightmare. Available on Amazon. 
And uh, thank you to all my guests and thank you to all my listeners. And uh, please share my stuff around if you enjoy it. Please let me know if you hate it. And uh, let me know what's going on. So have a good week and I hope to join you next. Good morning. Going to uh, Quest Diagnostics. What? Going to um, what, Manhattan. What? I don't know anything. What's your name? Chinya. Back. Yes, that's where we're going. Are you, are you a podcaster? Yes. Uh, what do you talk about? Uh, my name is Grim Driver, and the podcast is called No Longer Apart. Okay, um, let me look for it. No Longer Apart. Uh, you can just scan the code, it'll bring you right to it. Okay. And uh, basically, before the pandemic, we were all becoming separated and stopped having conversations and talking. During the pandemic, everybody was hiding. Yeah. And now we're in some alternate universe where everything's all upside down. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it's just a platform for people to share their stories or talk about whatever they like. You've got 38 minutes. Is there anything you'd like to discuss? Um, no, 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 no. I just woke up. I'm still fresh. <laughs> but I'll listen. Cool. Um, okay, I found it on thingy. I found it. Somewhat of injustice, batteries not included. The titles really don't mean anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because it's multiple conversations about multiple things. Right. So the right. titles, I have to just make up a title. Okay. 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 But what is the main theme that you follow? All that stuff I just said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The main theme is that I drive around all day and right. I get to meet amazing people. people yeah. It's titled as a mobile podcast, gotcha. so it doesn't always have to do with the car. Gotcha. It's a nice car, by the way. Oh. So, uh, uh, let's have a brief discussion. What is your take on the current state of the world post-pandemic? It's playing out exactly as I thought it would. Uh, right now, here, because I'm only here, right. um, the economic impact that we're feeling right now, mm -hmm. I think, has less to do with Ukraine right. and more to do with the reality that we've all been ignoring that was created during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. There was too much money given away. So, too much money given away. Um, so we, that's coming still. Yeah, yeah. The impact from, from yeah. what's going on over there, yeah, that's yeah. the next wave of shit coming. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree. Because they, they gave away close to a trillion or two in stimulus packages. It's got to come from somewhere. 
Well, it's not even that. It's the machinery is not working anymore. People aren't going to work. If you don't go to work, then where you work, you're not spending money. If you're not spending money by where you work, uh, you, you understand? Oh, you mean by people working from home? Right. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's disrupting yeah. the normal look. And again, I wish I could be in multiple places right. to see more. Right. This is from my perspective. Right, right. You do have a point. You do have a point. People save a whole lot more by working from home. They don't get to uh, commercial property leases will dry up. Um, the shops, the full shops around commercial properties will all go under. But work-life balance would improve because now you're comfortable. You're working in your own environment. Um, you save more money that you spend in other things. All right. But you're no longer supporting the full the economy. economy. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get which it. is okay because the rest of us would love to do the same thing. True, true, true. So there needs to be a change. Mm. If everybody's mm. going to start staying home, mm -hmm. the city's not going to die. Yeah, yeah. It will have to evolve into something else. Yeah, 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 but a lot yeah. of things are going to have to die. Yeah. You know, yeah, or, yeah. or change. Yeah. Hence the recession that we're going into. Well, right now, we've, we've walked in exactly the same path of the last century. Right. Right? right. So now we're at the point of pre-World War I. Right. Or the end of the Depression, beginning of the Depression. We're in some kind of weird... Here, it cannot be called a depression because the stock market cannot crash anymore. Because mm -hmm. it'll just shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll never be a true Great Depression again. Yeah. But there's something... That's not a recession, not 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 any of the other stuff. Yeah, but I would say, sorry to um, no, no, no. interject. During the pandemic, there was a lot of uh, speculative capital. People just were throwing money at crypto, throwing money at um, you know Robinhood, just buying shares. It was the thing to do. So now there was a bubble. Uh -huh. Then now the bubble has burst. Everyone is going, oh shit, what do I do? Where that money go? Where, where did that money go? And um, the rich companies made a lot, like Amazon, because they were delivering to everybody. You know? Amazon made a lot of money. Like, the rich companies made more. So the rich got richer, the poor got fucked. And um, now we're like, holy shit, what do we do? We can't buy a house anymore because mortgage in, uh, interest rates are going high. Um, it's crazy. Um, we're in a weird space. We're in a very weird space. Like, I'm originally from London, England. This was not the America that I thought of. This was not the romantic idea of America that I thought, especially in New York. Um, but hey, it is what it is. In, in which way do you mean that? Um, like, what was your view of New York before you came here? And I then what do you see now? I thought America was, as they call it, God's own country, the land of opportunity. Um, things were a lot easier, bigger economy. Wait, wait, I'm gonna miss, say that again? It was a lot easier. It was a bigger economy. Um, right. You could do anything you wanted. Uh, any idea you had could come to fruition. Um, you know, it was just exactly what I called it: land of opportunity. Right. You know, in as much as London is a big, is is an okay place, you know, but economically nowhere near a tenth the size of the economy in of America. So I thought America would be a good place. Right. But um, got here. 
I got here during the election period. Oh. Uh, and that was mm. a, I just, I came into a storm. Yeah, so yeah. like, you were just a couple years late. Yeah. <laughs> because we all get along fine. I know. <laughs> I missed the boat. And I thought, oh shit, what is this? So. Because there was a lot of propaganda going on then. Yeah. NYPD shooting everyone, and this, that, and the third. And then I saw the, not just the racial divide, but the political divide between the left and the right. And everything was just bubbling, bubbling. And before you know it, there were protests, and then the pandemic came, everything got shut down. So I, I really came out the wrong time. I really came out the wrong time, very wrong time. But it's also a time of opportunity. Um, true, depending on how well placed you are. Even even if you have nowhere to stand, right. it's still a time of opportunity because it's a time of change and upheaval. You just have to change the way that you're looking at the world around you and find new opportunities. Mm -hmm. True. Uh, but to get new opportunities, you've got to be placed well financially, or you've got to have very good credit. Not always. It depends. It depends on how you look at the world. Okay. All right. All right. Let me give you an instance. <laughs> Say, I wanted to buy property now. You can't buy property. That's not. It's not possible. <laughs> no, that's not. No, no. You can't do that. But okay. that's not your only opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This is an opportunity to start a brand, to start a business, to uh, find where services are failing around you and fill those gaps. It's not as easy. It's easier said than done. Let's be frank. Of course. It's easier said than done. I mean, it's not just as easy as um, going online, setting up a shop on eBay, on, um, on Amazon, or what do you call it? On, you know, it's, uh, it takes a lot more. Even digital marketing costs money. You have to throw money at Facebook or Instagram because they've got an algorithm. You've got to throw money I'm at figuring them. it out right now. Right. You've got to throw no, money. no, no, but I'm not paying a dime. Uh -huh. When right. I first started this podcast, I had zero social media impact. Right. I didn't even have any accounts. Right. 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 In in the in the three months that I've been doing this, right. I've grown it from like two thousand movements in the first month. Wow. This month, right. I'm not even done with the month yet, and I'm up to twenty five thousand and Facebook's paying me now. That's I'm good. figuring out the algorithm the same way that's, I figured good. out the algorithm with Uber. That's good, that's good. How did you figure out the algorithm with Uber? What's the algorithm with Uber? I didn't know Uber had an algorithm. Well, everything has an algorithm. Oh, so there's a special, t there's a time to drive. There's a time, well, I understand human psychology, migration patterns of the city, mm. and what the algorithm needs mm. in order to consider me to be an asset. Right. Oh, you've lost me there. So. It's very simple. The right. algorithm is basically the first level of it is mm. who's the closest car to this person. Right. Right. right, right Let's right. say there's four cars here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, when it goes to choose which one of those four cars and we're all the same distance away from this guy, right. it will choose me first. Because you got a better car. No, because I have better ratings. Oh. The 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 it's ratings, acceptance rates, and cancellation rates. Oh god. So if it's got the numbers on these four cars at the same distance away from you, right, right, right. they're going to give it to me first right. because I will most likely take it. Right. I will most likely not fuck it up. Right. And yeah. I'll most likely leave the person in yeah. good state to use yeah. us again. Gotcha. Just like a normal boss. Gotcha. And that's the and, and then the time to start, the time to work, yeah. watching yeah. patterns. Having a good car helps as well. I could, you can give me the shittiest car in the fleet. I guarantee you, I will make the same amount of money. People are mistaken. It's not the car. 
if you it's me in the car yeah yeah true, true. we're having even if i didn't have the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. we would be having this experience without yeah, that yeah okay yeah you're right I would have figured out how to get you to talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But it's the same. All these systems are built by people. Mm. So the things that people want mm. and cons- are in there. Yeah, but you're all right. You're all right. You're all right. I mean, so I've gone to 2,500 um, digital imprints in three months. That's uh, that speaks volumes. So. You're doing the right thing. You, you're absolutely the right. Everything can be figured out. You have to. You have to put the time in. Yeah, you have to put the time. And you have to figure it out. Yeah. And you have to. You know, it, look, it's not overnight. But right. when you look back, you're right. like, well, that wasn't too bad. Right. 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 <laughs> you just gotta get past the initial hardness of it. Mm. But there's opportunity. Look, I grew up in this city. Right. So I I know everything. Mm. Like you probably would have a huge advantage over me in England. Yeah. I don't know a fucking thing. Yeah, well, you'll pick it up. The same way that you'll pick it up. You know, you have to just change what you expect. Yeah, your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because the world's constantly changing. Mm. Mm. (laughs) At a very fast rate. Very, 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 very fast rate. Much faster than it used to. Mm -hmm. That's definite. And that's due to tech. Yeah. Tech has changed everything. But humans aren't yet yeah because we're social creatures and that was just disrupted also right so we couldn't be social for what a year two years yeah and we're still all weird with that social shit a lot of relationships broke down during that period you know a lot of people lost their dead ones a lot happened um it will take another six years to fully get over the effect of the pandemic supply chain got disrupted oh a lot happened happened. but the, the thing is that it's coming at a time when things were already had a great momentum forward right. and everything's all just tangled up right now right. you know i use september 11th as the milestone you know why because you know what their their catchphrase is right. never forget yeah. you know why you say that because right. people fucking forget yeah. <laughs> that's why so it took about, you're right, it's about six to ten years and the pandemic will be erased. Yeah. The same way 9-11 isn't the same impact it is to people that it was 12 years ago, yeah. you know? But, um, 9-11 reverberated around the world, right? Because I was in England at the time, but we don't remember it as much as you guys do. I say it again? I said we don't remember it as much as you guys do. Well, I'm using it like as an example even just for the people that hear. Right. To me, right. the 9-11 site is a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like I don't want to go there and hang out. I don't want to go visit it. Before that, I had been there many times. It was, you know, part of the city. Right. And and now to most people it's something that didn't even happen. Right. And that's the same way the pandemic will be. There will be people that are horribly scarred by it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Well, just, just, just to, um, j- just to take a little tilt. Do you, do you believe in the conspiracy theory that it was organized by the state? I consider every thought. <laughs> okay. So, do I think it's a conspiracy? Well, if you start peeling back the layers to how these Middle Eastern countries were built and taken away and puppet guys put in, and you put all that shit in that recipe, right. it is very possible, right. 
and going by history. Right. It's very possible right. that it was done on purpose. Right, right, right. Or it could have been those guys were smart enough to figure it out and they right. found the weak spot and they exploited it, which is very possible also. Right. It doesn't really matter if there's conspiracies because I'm never going to find the head of a snake. Right. It doesn't affect my daily calculations. Right. You know, I, I, what am I, I, if there's the Illuminati, what does it fucking do? What the fuck am I going to do about it? <laughs> Unless I end up with a sword in the right room right, at the right time, right, 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 right. True. I I know that all governments are for themselves. Yeah. I know that all people are really for themselves, but there can be great goodness in sharing. But it doesn't really. Was the pandemic built? Well, it does seem like a perfect storm. We just now have the world's largest population of sick and old people, right? At a different time in history, if this hit, that wouldn't have been a thing unless people would have died. But then there's no medical science because, yeah, a lot of people would have died. Yeah, but people are living longer, though. What is it? People are living longer. We live longer, uh, they live for longer periods. What do you think? People live longer. Oh, people... Oh, yeah, God, this is the longest we've ever lived. Yeah. In general? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, there's some races mm. that have lived longer. Yeah. But their numbers are very few yeah. that are able to do that. Mm. But, dude, like, there's a good chance we're going to live to 90. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also the other problem is... But how do we... Afford, how, how, who pays the bill? Right. Because here, you know what Social Security is? Yeah, yeah. So by 2030, mm. there won't be any more. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, right. That's impossible. So all the people that have been putting money away, they've been taking money out. Even me, they take money out of my wages. Right. So you're telling me, if so, say, if you were to retire at the age of 65, 70, there'll be nothing to pay you. We're not going to be allowed to, to, to retire that. Well, how old are you? Uh, 47. I'm 45, so we're in the same right. boat. Right. So the retirement age now is almost 70. Yeah. So by time we can retire, it's yeah. going to be closer to 85. Yeah. And then if they don't change anything, we will have none by 2030. I've been preparing for this my entire life. I was told as a child this was coming. So what would it tell people then? I don't know. I mean, we could change it and fix it and adjust it. But if nothing gets changed very quickly, that's absolutely going to happen. So people would retire and... No, you can't retire. Wow. I already know I can never retire. Unless some miracle happens. Wow. So the best thing I could do right now is I'm just trying to set up to not work as hard. Yeah. By working smarter. Right. Well, I've always been trying to work smarter, but it doesn't always work out that way. But I'm trying to take advantage of the way the world is changing. It's, it, Can you run this one up so yeah. you, please? That'd be better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, this is the way life really is. Yeah. Like, our grandparents and great-grandparents, they didn't have a way to secure their retirement. Sure. They had nothing. We all were mistaken to think that what existed for a hundred years was going to continue. It wasn't even a hundred years, was it? It was like one generation. Yeah, yeah, one generation right. 
two, three, you know, like in that bunch. It's, you know, and then and then my children are like, well, when the robots take over, they're gonna send us a check. Right. No, they'll exterminate us first. Why would they send you money to sit at home and do nothing? But uh, it will take a while for robots to completely take over the work that humans do. But they're taking over more and more quickly. Yeah, because it's more efficient. It makes look, you know, it's what the fuck it is. And they don't call in sick. And they don't call in sick. And you don't have to pay them. But also, you will need a whole different crop of engineers to program and manage them. You need to either build the robots or yeah, fix the robots. Or fix the robots yeah. Until the robots yeah, do that. Yeah. But that's way beyond my time frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see where companies like Amazon might need them, and, you know, because they're paying people peanuts anyways. Right, right, so what if you pay them nothing and they don't yeah, complain? Right, right, yeah, yeah. You don't have to give them health insurance or benefits. Right. <laughs> it's just business, it's not personal against yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just makes more economic sense. But you need to start, at least the younger generation, they're going to be in the thick of it. But they're getting more confused because they're there's, getting a lot, there's a lot thrown at them. Because when we were growing up, there was, things were a lot simpler. You, know, you could pick a path. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was less distractions. There was nothing on telly, no distractions for us. Nowadays, uh, there's all sorts. There's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's everything to, you know. We listened more. We valued um, what our parents told us a whole lot more because we thought they were wiser. They knew more. Now, parents tell kids stuff. They just said, no, I'm going to Google it. Well, that's why I put myself on social media because I've found that this younger generation is starving for it. They're starving for someone to tell them the truth. Packaged in a way that they can consume. Yeah, like, yo, everything does really fucking suck and it's going to suck every day. But if you work really hard and you do and try and try and try, you can have a life. But the danger of that is um, for not everyone has got the same mental capacity to process things. And I think that's the reason why there are a lot of school shootings. Because a lot of kids are getting frustrated, like, holy shit, there's nothing to life. Life is just, you know, there's, 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 they don't value life. So they take out the anger or vengeance at whoever's closest to them. It's also that when we were kids here, mm. if you had a problem with another person, you'd, you'd you fight. it out, yeah. And you'd get it out. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, yeah. it never got, it rarely got. Yeah, it already escalated to the point of carrying guns. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because gun laws have always existed. But people never shot in the 70s or the 80s. It was much less. Yeah, it was much like less. Like significantly less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 during the crack era, there was a lot of shootings. But in schools, there wasn't right. that much. Yeah, it was a lot less. You're right. Because we were allowed to be aggressive, we were, but we were also running around and exhausted, and, right. and there was social structure from your neighborhood right. and from your family. Right. Well, where is that? Well, they're all at work now. Right. Grandma's working. Grandpa's working. Everyone's Everybody's busy. working. Everyone's busy. So who's raising our children? The internet and the institutions. And you need to get that clout. So you need to, you know, do what you have to do now. Right. But again. I just feel like we're whining. Bro. We're complaining. Dude, Ukraine's mm. getting the bomb fucked out of them. I know, right? That's really a problem. Mm, wow. The things that we're talking about, the more I talk about it with people, 
I just feel like we're fucking complaining. Why don't we just get together and fix the problems? But, uh, <laughs> but you know what? To an extent, we've gotten desensitized because Ukraine has not been the first one. There's right. always um, a place in the a country in the world going through shit. And it gets to the point where we think, well, that's not our problem. We've got our own, I've got my own, I've got my own bills to pay. What the fuck has Ukraine got to do with me? Whereas, whereas it does because of, you know, we're right. all part of humanity. But there's always an issue in the world. To an extent, yeah. Like, what about, like, the last two years? Was it everybody in Afghanistan starving because the right. Taliban just decided to do whatever the fuck they wanted right. again? Right. So, to an extent, the quality of a man's life depends on... The geographical location of his birth. Yeah. You were born. In, you were born in New York. I was born in London. Imagine if you were born in Bulgaria and I was born in Sudan. Right. Would have been completely fucked. Completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, my family left Sicily at the time of the fascists yeah. before World War One. Yeah. And then my great grandmother on the other side escaped from the concentration camps. Yeah. Wow. They ran from there to come here so that. A generation later, yeah. I have this opportunity. Wow. So I can never look at an immigrant as being a problem. Yeah, They're yeah, running yeah, away yeah. from nightmares. Yeah, yeah. There are economic migrants who just choose to seek a better life. Because on the flip side of things, countries have gone to take over territories for their own economic good. Like the United Kingdom at one point ran about a third of the world. Correct. Or half, of, half the world. The sun never set on the English Empire. Right. Including America, I mean, yeah. America is a result of the English Empire, you right? Know, for the, the, those who refuse to pay the Queen's tax and all the rest of it. Even India, can you imagine a small country like England ran England, ran um, India, part of China, I mean, I mean sorry, Korea, everywhere. Yeah, they ran the whole fucking world, the whole part of West, pretty much half of Africa. They ran the whole bloody world, you know. So now, when immigrants come over to from those countries. Commonwealth countries come to England, English are like, oh, why are there so many people coming to us? Well, you fucked our whole, you fucked our land up. How the fuck are we not supposed to come to you? Right? Well, at this point, at least to me, all those great old empires, mm. they didn't do shit to me. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, like, okay. you know, like, look. Right, so, so, so this is a site I never thought I would see in New York. Oh. Dude, that's all right. So my entire time mm -hmm. growing up, that's what it was like. Okay. So I never thought I would say that because all the vision I had of, of New York was everywhere is Manhattan. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, everywhere no. Is sky, um, sky rises, nice restaurants, nice beautiful cars. Okay, so in the seventies, eighties, and most of the nineties, down here was all like that, right. abandoned. Wow. Nobody lived here. It was dangerous. Yeah. Like, all of this was worth nothing. My father had a chance yeah. in the 1980s yeah. to get a building the size of this block on yeah. one of these blocks right. for $100,000 because wow. it was worth nothing. Because wow. mind you, um, in, in uh, the impressions, like America is a, is, a, is a very big brand, brand America. They would not intentionally show you the not too good parts of America. They only tell us, you know, the beautiful parts. Yeah, but I know that's propaganda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, you're actually here at one of the better times. 
in the last 50 years. So what? Yeah. Oh, if people tell me that. They 60 tell me years. If I come in here in the 80s, I would not have, I would not have lived in Brooklyn. You wouldn't have not lived where I just picked yeah, you up? Yeah, 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 yeah. People say that all the time. If I come in, yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell me that all the time. So this is, this is like Disneyland now. Mm. <laughs> it's much safer. How, so, how do you feel you're treated here mm. of being a man of color compared to where you were in England? Okay, first of all, my name is changed. So, okay, I'll start with, with, with when, when you hear my name, you probably think, oh, he's an African. And then you probably have, not you, there will be a, a preconception. I got you, yeah. Know? And then when they hear me talk, they'll be like, oh, he's harmless, he's English. So, I get treated differently than I probably would have. But as a man of color, uh, without me talking, you not know where I'm from, I get treated with, uh, depends on the area that I'm in. Some people get a bit more cautious. I get treated with somewhat disdain. But I understand it comes from a bit of fear. Um, but it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me as such because I don't pay attention to it as much. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I had a racist experience here? No. That's wonderful. Right. Not, that's great. Not to my face. Um, and that's partly because the way that I grew up. We grew up to be more, um, in England, you meant to be more, to be super polite, to temper aggression with courtesy. You know, like for example, when I got into your car, um, I'd just woken up, I wasn't really, really, livened up enough to have a chat pastor hmm, he's a very like he's he's doing something you know i could learn something from him let me have a chat with him you know that's out of courtesy but then the courtesy grew to enlighten them you see what i'm saying yeah whereas if i wasn't that if i wasn't raised that way i just thought oh it's another white dude trying to talk this other money oh fuck god it's not what i paid for but but me and you would have had that conversation then <laughs> we both would have been grumpy old men like you think i fucking want to have a conversation at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> we would have been grumpy old men right. that's, that's, you're right life is what you make it your view of the world is exactly the perception you create of it um it is what it is man you know, I, I had a young man come in the car the other day, and we were having a discussion like, you know, all that I can do is just keep yeah. working hard. Yeah. And he turned to me, and he's like, all I can do is, what was it? Um, fuck. And, and he said, I, I don't want to say it wrong, but it's, it was something like, all I could do is be black and not die or something. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking horrible. I know, right? <laughs> was he like, a black person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I How old at, was he? 30s, 35, okay, yeah, an yeah. older guy. You know, like yeah, he wasn't yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was truth. Yeah. It was he was speaking truth. And I'm like, fuck, that's a shitty world. Right? right? Like I don't want this guy to feel that. <laughs> you know, like, like, I, like during the whole Black Lives Matter movement, I was I was shocked. Like I didn't realize how much um, aggression people held inside. Because when I came initially in 2015, 16, everyone got along together until. You know, the election and everything else that they're out for. And I thought, oh shit, we don't really like each other. Well, here it's different though. We get yeah. along pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard in the South, it's crazy. Right, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's scary sometimes. So, so, this is the mistake that I've made and I'm still making. Right. I phase my view of America around my view of Amer uh, New York, my experience in New York. 
people always tell me, no, America is not just New York. America is not, it's not like New York. It's different. New York is more cosmopolitan. They're more inclusive to an extent. Even though I've noticed in New York, every every um, communities, you know, like the Hispanics try to stay on their own, the Jews stay on their own, um, a lot of the blacks stay on their own. They complain about gentrification. They've got nowhere else to go, you know. But for the most part, they all get along. Well, things are mixing together more yeah, than it used yeah. to be. But people don't want it to mix. I think that's well. It, it, there's there's problems. If it mixes and it becomes something better, right? But it still includes everybody, right? Then yes. But yeah. if it becomes better to where you can't afford to live there anymore, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. But then, so this is the problem. When, um, for example, in certain areas of Brooklyn, when, when, uh, pardon the phrase, when white people move in, then Starbucks comes in. The, you know everything changes that's the, the whole gentrification thing and then black people think oh my god so it's more expensive for me to live now right yeah but so the problem i i'm starting to see there's a a, a, a redefinition happening right when people from other cultures bring their culture into a community right. it enriches it right when white people come in, they bring Starbucks. Right. They don't bring anything of themselves. And I'm starting to see there's a redefinition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if, if a bunch of people from some other country came in mm. and they were light-skinned, mm. they would assimilate and mm. add. Yeah, yeah. The white people are just coming in and just like, we don't like any of this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're doing that yeah. to all the neighborhoods. Yeah, but then partly because they've been used to higher economic standards and they bring that with them. Yeah. You know? But you don't want to remove the heart of the community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's not good. That's not good at all. No, um, a bit, yeah, I could get off here. Is it further up? No, 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 I could get off here. That's it right there. Uh, if you want me to use this, if you got a second, I just need you to... To sign this real yeah. quick. No worries. It's a pleasure and a privilege. Yeah, just sign and give me an email. Just print the email. Okay. That I can read it. Good morning, Pasol. Yes. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Whoa. What a vibe. What is this? What is this car? Uh, is it Tesla? Tesla? Yeah. Can I be honest? Like my, I think it's my like tenth time being in a Tesla. And you know, I just love. Like Tesla Ubers, I really appreciate that. Cool. I got candy if you like it. Cell phone charger's back there if you need, and you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablet. Oh, thank you. Okay, so tell me honestly, do you like Teslas? Yeah, it's a good car. Yeah? I can't go to a regular car again. Really? You think so? I, a regular car is too slow and stupid. <gasps> really? Well, wow. This, this is like driving a uh, space jet fighter. Oh my god. That's amazing. Where do you normally charge your car? All the red dots on the screen are superchargers. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. That's so interesting. So does that like update often to like let you know new spots? It has, well, it it updates its system all the time, uh -huh, uh -huh. like big updates. Uh -huh. And it does that stuff all the time too. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, okay. So you don't feel like you ever get, like, you know, have trouble finding a spot to like charge your car? The car knows York. where they all are. Wow. 
That's really cool. So if I'm going somewhere, uh-huh. I just tell the car where I'm going, it'll plot where weird. to stop, how long to charge, and all that. Mm, I see, I see. Wow. That's cool. Is driving more fun? It, it's effortless. Ah. Like, the entire time we'll be driving now, I'm barely pushing on the pedal, because if I actually push on the pedal, mm-hmm. we'll launch. Oh, interesting. And I never use the brakes because I just back off the pedals and the motors become generators, recharge the battery, and slow us down. Oh, wow. So right now we're recharging. So interesting. So now I'm going to come off the pedal completely. That's still recharging. Uh-huh. And if I time the light right, I don't have to use the brake at all, even just stop. Oh. And that helps you get more range. Interesting. So the better you get at driving the car, the further it goes. Huh. I met somebody the other day who had a, had this car for a couple of years. Mm-hmm didn't understand why they never got the mileage right and I'm like well you were driving it wrong because oh. he saw the way that I'm driving it and he's like I, how are you making it do this mm-hmm. I was like you just gotta move your foot you know like <laughs> it's not really you just kind of figure it out after like you know two weeks Well, this one has 180,000 miles right now. That's, that's a lot, right? That, yeah, most cars don't make it that far. That's a lot, well, 100, huh. And except for a couple of little scratches and dings, there's no difference in the car. How long have you had it? It's going to be four years soon. <gasps> really? You know, sometimes I forget how long Tesla's been around. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 2011 or something. Wow. Wow. Their first... I think their first sell- sold car was 2011. No way. Yeah. That's why they're so far ahead. They've been hacking away at it. Wow. Do you get a lot of um, environmental like tax cuts and benefits? Really? That's weird. I heard um, in California they're really good about that. When you buy it initially, you get something. Oh, I see. But it doesn't benefit. carry through, I see. What I'm trying to do is... I record all my miles that I've done the last couple of years, and I have uh, like you know proof that I've done it. Mm-hmm. How I could turn that into great green credits and sell it to companies. Oh, interesting. How is that? Have you been able to do that? I'm trying to figure it out. It's it's not so cut and dry. I don't think like even though I drive a lot of miles, it probably isn't going to add up to anything. Like okay. it's not a lot of money I can make on it. And the money you'd be making off of the green miles, aka like the like miles you've driven on this car per se. Right. I see. Yeah, because these the reason Tesla made so much money the last couple of years yeah. is they make no gas cars, right. so they have all these green credits. That, you know. Yeah. So they sell them. Uh huh. So I know if you have a fleet of cars or something, you could do it. I don't know if you just buy yourself; it's, it's worth it. You know, my 60,000 miles a year is only worth 60 bucks. It's not worth all the effort. Wait, who's buying these green... Companies that need them. Because otherwise they have to pay penalties. <laughs> this is... Can I just say? That is like next level fucked up. Oh yeah, they come up with lots of great shit. Like, like... I can't believe there's not a law in clause talks, talking about how you can't buy that. You know what I mean? The fact that, like, the idea is green points, miles, whatever, is, like, 
I, that's tradable is insane. It is. Well, it's just everything's like that. I just, I just, so governments, you're telling me all governments, all... Well, I don't know about all governments. I know that this government... So, U.S. government. Needs, ...is telling companies you have to be this green. Yeah. And if you're not this green, yeah. we're going to fine you. So, 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 but at the same time, they're allowing companies to buy green miles? Like... Well, let's think of it this way. Okay. If there's a, a company that's 100% green... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Them selling their extra green miles yeah. helps put more money back in their pocket so they can reinvest it and do more green work. Oh, I don't. Does, does no, some, I, I just no. made that up. No, yeah, okay, I was like, this sounds like some trickle-down effect <laughs> bullshit. You All know right, what well, I mean? it's bullshit then, I get it. Okay. Bullshit's bullshit, no matter what the fuck you say. Right. I mean, hopefully that is the idea, but how many times have we seen that to be true, you know? It's just about somebody making money. Yeah. I, of course. Wow, okay, but that's insane. We're so fucked. Yep. Wow. Just enjoy your life. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and fuck everybody else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that is the trend we're going for. Well, it's 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 not like we can all get on one page of like, okay, well, this is our only home. Uh-huh. Let's not fuck it up too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's equal. Yeah. No, we gotta keep like going in circles. Wow, what is this guy doing? Oh, shoot. What is happening? I don't know. Oh, this is insane. Well, if that truck can get by, we can get by. So. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> the truck really... Yeah, if he got oh. through, it's... But this guy, what is he doing? Oh, he snapped his front wheel off. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, he can't go anywhere. So you ever see those cars that get lowered? Yeah. Well, that's what happens eventually. Wait, wait. How did that happen? I don't understand. Because they lower their suspension and rip out all the stuff that's supposed to protect that from happening. Wait. So the front snaps. Oh, my God. Wait. Because it looks cool? What is it? Yeah, they... Oh. You know, like, lowriders? But not even, like, like classic lowriders. Yeah, just like that yeah. little guy in front of us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So eventually, uh-huh. that happened. I see it all night long. Oh my god. Do you see how the cop is just fucking sitting there when they could be helping out in the- Not his re- job. Oh my god. <laughs> Insane. Wow. Are, are you a, Have you been a New Yorker? Yeah. All your li- oh yeah. You know, it's weird. It's all here. This is the one place that certain things, if any, like, I don't know. Social structure should work here, but it's just like, this is the craziest shit, I feel like. Well, look, you got some perspective is, compared to most of history, this isn't too bad. Yeah, you know, I get it, but do we really want to compare ourselves to, like, Count Dracula days where, like, people are getting impaled, you know, like... Well, we kind of have to. uh... (laughs) Nobody's getting impaled right now here. Other places, we're just ignoring that's happening. Right. (laughs) But right here... Yeah. At this intersection. That's not happening, so it's a okay. It's it's horrible. Yeah, yeah it's I interesting. Know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, do you think New York City got better or worse, or just what it is with time and history? Oh, time and history. So, like, yeah. when I grew up here, it was like Gotham City. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like. This area. Everything maybe? was. Oh, oh this area was. down here. The only thing that was in this area was yeah. Juniors. Everything else was abandoned and shot up and burnt down. And Oh, stop, really? Yeah, except for, like, Fulton Street. Uh-huh. That was kind of okay. Those were the uh-huh. only... When I was a kid, like, Fulton Street was the only place that had stores. Oh. 
like big good stores and stuff. Uh-huh. Wait. The east side was abandoned. Where the high line was was just prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. And 42nd yeah. Street. Oh, wow. When I worked in, as a doorman in the 90s near uh-huh. Times Square, there was still prostitutes. And peep shows and... What? That's what Times Square was. It wasn't always Disneyland. It was oh. all peep shows and, and, and porn shops and... Really? Yeah. 90s? In the 90s still. Wow. That's so interesting. Like Giuliani ended that stuff. Oh. And time and changes. Yeah. And then Disney's there now, so... <laughs> it's a whole other different type of prostitution. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wow, interesting. Wow, so nine, late 90s. No, early 90s. Early, early 90s, yeah, yeah. So, so it, you know, as, you know, 9-11 kind of, yeah. it was done by then. Oh, I see. But, think, but you know, definitely, like, into the 90s, definitely. You think 9-11 really accelerated certain things? In culture-wise in New York? Hmm. You see how built up everything is outside of Manhattan now? Yeah. That's all because of 9-11. What do you mean by built up? Like outside. Jersey City, all oh, those towers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they were kind of happening, but after yeah. 9-11, it really, like, well, Manha- so after 9-11, yeah. Manhattan now is Disneyland, yeah. and the boroughs are becoming Manhattan. Oh. Oh, interesting. Why? Because before, everybody wanted to be in Manhattan. Uh-huh. Now it's like, oh, they, well, fuck, I don't want to be in Manhattan anymore. Oh. And that changed the migration pattern of the city also. Interesting, okay. Like, so, sometimes in the morning I'll pick people up that live in Manhattan that yeah. work in the boroughs. Oh, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're going the back, yeah. you're going backwards. Yeah, you're backwards, yeah. That is interesting. Wow. So, comparatively, this is worse than it was for the last 10 years, uh-huh. but compared to my lifetime, this is nothing. Oh, oh 9 11. Well, not even 9 11, just. The homelessness and the poverty and the crime and uh-huh. this is nothing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think, you know, being Asian, the Asian hate crimes, and then also like the recent more like the gunshots and stuff. It just makes me like wonder though. But I do hear, I do read such stats that like New York City is not dang- more dangerous than usual, you know? Unfortunately, Asians are being targeted. Yes. But it's always some group. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it was the, uh, was it the Muslims before? Yeah, 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 exactly. After 9-11, totally. You know, to most New Yorkers, yeah. Asians are, like, kind of here with us. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know. Right. <laughs> right. I mean. Like, we live here. Hey, guys, what's up? Right. <laughs> Right, so it's so weird. It's that's it's just some people are. Cra- I had I I have a nephew that's mm-hmm. half Asian, mm-hmm. and I at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was doing a shared ride. Oh, so okay. a white lady had gotten in like uh-huh. in Soho, uh-huh. and she was making some bad jokes, and I'm just ignoring it. Okay. And and then an Asian couple's next to be picked up, uh-huh. and she spots them, and she's like, I hope they're not getting in this car. Oh my god! I turned on her with my fist like this, and I was like. You have a choice. You either get the fuck out, uh-huh. or you shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't having this in my car now. Oh wow! And this, there, like, some couple from Jersey that was like shopping, mm-hmm. and and she sat there petrified. And I'm mm-hmm. joking with these people. I didn't want them to have this. Ex- I didn't tell them about it. Uh-huh. I'm like, <laughs> and she got out wow. at the end of the ride. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Damn. Like, we're not doing this. No, not here. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, like I said, we're all here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, how have you been through the pandemic? Has it been okay? Or was that really hard? My personal experience is that when I was a kid, uh-huh. I was quarantined for a year uh-huh. um, with a cough that wouldn't kill you. It was 24 hours a day, seven. It never stopped. Wait, why? Uh, well, it was. Uh, did you ever hear of whooping cough? Oh, whooping cough. Yeah. Yeah. So I had that, and nobody knew what it was here. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, they thought I had AIDS. They told my what? mom. Yeah, yeah, no, they told my. It was, it was, it was a nightmare. So I had a really, very, very bad case, and. So, to me, being out in the pandemic, it was funny to me mm, that everybody else was quarantined right. and I'm out here running around, you know, running around, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, people are like, aren't you afraid? I'm like, wait, you only cough for two weeks and die. I'll do it twice. Oh, interesting. Because I've been through much worse. Yeah, with whooping cough. When did you figure out it was whooping cough? So, after, like, nine months of every specialist, we just ended up at some doctor uh-huh. that was, like, an older doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he heard me. Yes. He yes. heard me in the waiting room, like wow. within ten minutes, and he, he just knew. looked at my mother. And says he said to the nurse, "Give her back her money." Uh-huh. He, how long's he's had that? Uh-huh. It'll be over soon. Go to the ocean. Uh-huh. That'll help him breathe. There's really? nothing you can do. If he hasn't died by now, you'll be okay. Wait, this is insane. So ocean <laughs> air helped you? Yeah, cold ocean air. Breathing it was the only relief. The salt? The salt air. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, um, could we go up a little bit yeah, more? Yeah. So sorry. Um, I have a podcast, and we had a pretty good conversation. Oh, really? Would you like to be on the podcast? Oh yeah, I yeah. Sure. Good morning for Claire. Yes, sir. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Got candy oh. if you like. The cell phone charger's back there if you need, and you have a chance of winning prizes on the time. Oh boy! Did I take you before? It's very possible. <laughs> like a while though, maybe almost a year during pandemic. I was out here. Yeah. <laughs> Most often the only one. Right. I went down to um Essex Street that time. It's good to see you again. <laughs> Same here. And look, we survived, right? <laughs> Every day is exactly the same. <laughs> oh man. And now it's back again, they said. It's always going to be false numbers now because anytime you're in a big travel season, mm-hmm. people are being tested more than when they're not traveling. Correct. So That's a good point. I'm not saying that it isn't. Right, right, right. But you've got to remember that. Notice every time it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or now, now everybody's, on, everybody's on vacation. Right, right, right. Well, the fact that I think more people, you're going different places and people have their guard down. That's they're not it. as guarded as they were. You know, in the beginning, because people aren't dying like they were in the beginning. Right. Well, a very wise coffee man told me the other day that there is no COVID on vacation. It's only in the office. Oh, that's a great, that's a great point. Because <laughs> that's how everybody's behaving. That it's only in the office. It's only, no, no, I won't go in the office. I can't go in the office. It's dangerous, but I'm going to, to Tahiti next week. Right. <laughs> I got it now. I made a video about that put it on Facebook. I got a couple thousand hits on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you need to keep doing stuff like that. I follow this guy during the pandemic. So I started following him. Okay, so there's three people I started following during the pandemic. One was an investor. Right. Came out of jail. 
he met this guy in jail and the guy told him, you know, you in here for the wrong reason, encouraged him. Not that Kanye encouraged him, but gave him advice as to when he comes out of jail, he's going to have nothing. But when the guy comes out of jail, he's sitting on eight point like two million because he went for embezzlement. Right, 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 right. So he said that was like a turning point for him. And he, from that point in jail till he came out, he started learning about the market, learning, learning, learning. He was the last place I seen him. He was on Ellen. Like this guy had, so when I started following him, maybe like 2,000 people, I used to inbox him. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad <laughs> that you're talking because you're so encouraging. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're so encouraging, you know, started back investing again. But he's like a multimillionaire from 2019. And it's another group, same thing. They used to put their video on Instagram constantly. Also, they on they give like a weekly segment now on one of the um radio stations like wow people just branched off during that pandemic i started a podcast oh good for you that's that's what i'm doing now is is doing that social media stuff and growing a following and, right, and right. facebook's already paying me to produce stuff oh excellent excellent and you don't realize that there's money it is so lucrative it's it look it's 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 possible with just Facebook. It is for me to make like six grand a year. Right. But the amount of work it just took me to make ten dollars and fifty cents. Right. It it's a lot of work. It it's for me to get to that level. I need to get like at least one point five million views. Right, but it's listen. It starts. You have a following. Yeah. And no, and, and and that's how it starts. I follow this other guy, Country Wayne. He started on it on Facebook, and he said that's when he, on Facebook he knew that he could become a millionaire right. from Facebook. He so this is before the pandemic, but during the pandemic he dropped down. He said he only had ten thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, nine kids. Oh wow! Yeah, he said he had to figure it out. <laughs> you have to figure it he out. He said he he started doing skits. Yeah. Let me tell you. He is another multi. They just did a thing on him. You could Google him. He just bought um, well, I think it's a what a mansion, a mini mansion, a Maybach, and he's telling people he's like this is the way to go if you got some sort of anything that can go on. He said go straight to social media. He said it takes a minute to get your following. He said but be consistent. Right, right. And he would do like ten videos a day. That's the level I'm at now. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 all day long between passengers and driving. I'm editing the podcast. Right. Or I'm um, doing the, the videos. Right. Like I'm right. making videos the whole day. Right, right, right. It's yeah. it's but a it, lot it, of work. But, yeah, but it's doable. No, it is. I'm not saying it's not possible. Right. It's just that you look at people doing it and you're like, ah, that's easy. Now that I'm doing it. It's not. No, no, they're putting a lot of work they're putting into a it. Lot of work. And he said that. <laughs> he said, but you put the work in, he said it's gonna pay off. He yeah. said, just, pay, just be consistent. Right. Yeah, like this is, the end of this cycle uh -huh. ends tomorrow, I think. Uh-huh. So like yesterday I didn't post that much. Today I might just, one more thing. Uh -huh. But I'm building up content. So like on the first of the next cycle, right. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, you're gonna flooding it again. Yeah, you're going to rain on them. <laughs> right. Trying to give it, I want everybody to miss me for a minute. Right. But no, he said he, every, he said he would drop 10. He got his kids in it. He had the kids doing skits, the kids' friends doing skits. And now, you know what it's actually turned into like a soap opera. Right, right. 
So you see, like I always go in the comments. I like to hear what people are saying. And in the comments, people are like, wow, Country Wayne got me out here like my grandmother on all my children. <laughs> That's what you start doing is it starts leaking into your life more. Right. So right. I won't be working. As and I'll just be walking. No, no, but I'll, like, you know, it'll be a day off. Okay, okay. And then, no, I gotta get a video of this. No, I gotta grab that. Right. Me right. a little bit of this. Okay. Fuck, that's a good one. Let me oh, grab yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have an opportunity to be on the podcast, if uh -huh. you'd like. And do what, though? What would I say? Well, my name is Grim Driver. Uh huh. And the name of the podcast is No Longer Apart. No Longer Apart. Yeah. Third. Sure. So, yeah. What are you gonna say? No, I'm gonna look for my phone. Oh. The QR code's in front of you if you want to follow. Oh. So what do I... Just scan that with your phone? Too much technology, I tell you. <laughs> the QR code, this circle right here? Yeah, just put your camera up to it, it should read it. it should like pop up a link or something. You know, I took a picture of it. <laughs> maybe maybe your camera doesn't have it. it. I'm on Spotify. I should have it though, shit. And like a bunch of yeah, other Yeah, it did. It I did. got it. Yeah, so I came up with it during the pandemic because mm -hmm. before the pandemic we weren't talking and we're separated about shit. Mm -hmm. During the pandemic we all know what the fuck happened with that. Mm -hmm. And now we're in this bizarro land of everything backwards. Right. <laughs> but it didn't come up with yours. It just, what's yours? No longer now part? Gotta, yeah, now I got to search for it. Oh, it should have went directly to it. Yeah, it didn't. It just took me here. Uh, do it a second time. Well, just put it no longer apart yeah, in the, that's the search. Yeah, I'll search it. That happens on my phone sometimes. I'll scan it. Yeah. It'll bring me to Spotify, and then I scan it again, and it's like, oh, there it is. There's um, another group I follow on um, Spotify, EYL. Okay. And, um, again, they started during the pandemic. They're now interviewing, um, who's that basketball player on Mark Cuban? Oh, okay, yeah. They yeah. just did something with him and Steve Harvey. Wow. From from the pandemic. Wow. Again, when they started, when I started following them, they used to inbox you back to, because they weren't that big. They just started out. Yeah, I got a couple people that I talked to. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, like, because it's still small. Right, right. And that's how it was. It was right. small. And, you know, I was like, oh, their content is good. So I just started following them. Sure enough, they're so big now, you know. You, yeah, you just... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens. No, but there was a, a guy on my Facebook group that, you know, started throwing up his little videos and stuff of him singing. And and he's really good. He's uh -huh. like, a, like a freestyle rapper. And uh -huh. he's from Jersey. Uh -huh. So now, like... I follow him, mm -hmm. and, and and you know it's it's weird because he's following me, mm -hmm. like through the podcast. Oh, nice! And I'm always shouting him out and stuff because he's working really hard for his family. And Aww. but it's like small enough the group right now that I can yes. see what people are doing. Correct, you correct. Know? But wait till when you blow up, <laughs> it's gonna be like you you don't even I, I'm sure like even the ones that I inbox they don't they can't I think they just have so many like you go on there now he has like. 500,000 followers. Yeah, he, he yeah. probably has yeah. somebody else. He's not even looking at it anymore. Right. right yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's not possible to. Yeah, there's going to come a point where I can't, exactly. I know that I can't, I can't look at the stuff anymore. Exactly. What'd you say? No longer apart, right? Yeah, no longer okay. apart. Yeah, so it's generally like conversations that I have in the car, people's stories. Mm 
whichever way it goes. Oh, okay, okay. We've had some musical guests. That dried up a little bit. I haven't picked up any like music people recently. Mm-hmm. And just discussing everyday life. Whatever you want. Oh. Some people tell stories about their life. I've put up. I, I periodically put stories of my life up because uh-huh. I, I want people to share. And I called it my pound of flesh. Okay. I put mine up first. Got it. Yeah. Here, this is this so is what real. Are you sh- like, what are you sharing? Oh, um. Like, what what type of story? Um. Oh, which one was that one? I was going to say, I got stories. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, no, like... I, uh, I, uh, when I had my daughter, I right. coded. Wow. So there were so many things going on that, that day. I almost felt like it was a moment of... Um, where I had to reset. Right. Because I was running so much that... Not knowing that three months later, my mom would pass. Sorry. Yeah. And um, it allowed for that three months, though, it allowed our relationship to grow in comparison to my whole lifetime. Wow. So, yeah. You never know. No, you never know. <laughs> you never know why things happen and what's going on and what the reason is. It just happens. Yeah, like my, my I put up my whole, um, I, I think it was like my whole experience mm-hmm. going through breaking my back and, mm-hmm. and going back oh, to wow. school and, and dealing with opioids and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff uh-huh. and, and kind of explaining addiction better. Because before I was in that world of all those painkillers and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't understand what it was to be addicted to something. Got it. And I just put it up there flat as it was, how mm-hmm. I dealt with it, mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, like share it's possible to get out of it and, and why it's so hard to. Right. So I, I you know, but I, I went into the whole in-depth, like I brought everybody to that moment with the song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, went through it as emotion, emotionally as it comes out of me. Oh, wow. You know, so I, I really just bared it all. Mm-hmm. And then... There's like tons of shit that I talk about mm-hmm. throughout the podcast with other people, uh-huh. but but then I'll go back because like life to me has just been like one trauma after another. Oh wow! <laughs> so I got tons of stories. Oh okay okay okay. But how how did you how do you feel now coming out of the pandemic? Because like you said, we met before uh-huh. during it. Right. And and now we're on the we can't even say the other side of it. Yeah, but you know what? I don't feel like I had the opportunity like everyone else to reset because I worked through it. Right. So I didn't have the opportunity to say, oh, I am going to sit home. You're sitting home and you're doing nothing. I was continuously working and always thinking, what if I bring it home to my children? You know, if, if I bring it home to someone, you know, in my building who I would still converse with or go over, you know, we'd wear the mask and everything, but you never know. So I don't think I had the opportunity to reset, reset like what most people did. But you got stronger when everybody else got weaker. That's, you know what? That, that's, a, that's a point. Everybody else, and, and I know the situation that happened, but mm-hmm. where everybody else is a little bit weaker right now. Right. You And I feel the same way. Right. I didn't get a breath. Right. But I'm used to that. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's almost like your norm. Right, right. So this... The day before the pandemic, the day everything's the same. Right. It didn't change. I had to survive hard no matter what. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So we never truly get to restart when everybody else does because we do it automatically throughout our life. Oh, that's a valid point. Yeah, don't, you just got stronger and everybody else is like flinching. And you're like, what? What are you flinching at? That's right. What the fuck's your problem? Like, come on. Where were you when there was the bodies? Oh, <laughs> hey, right. 
<laughs> what were you doing? We would, listen, we would come home. I would take the Uber home because I Ubered every day. Right. And you would see the, the truck sitting outside. Yeah. The hospital. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. The funeral homes on Utica. Like, this was really the reality. Like, what? wow. And then how you, for me, how I knew the pandemic was actually getting better, the sirens started to... Mm decrease the noise started to decrease it wasn't as intense it wasn't as frequent as it was in the beginning at some point they just stopped right no no, no, no. but they were still out there right then they it, stopped lighting them up i think it was it was on purpose oh you think so? yeah yeah because it never really slowed down and then what started happening is i started catching um ice agents raiding houses in the middle of the night Really? Yeah, they'd be. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. Why were they raiding houses? Because they were trying to pick up like illegal immigrants and shit and get them out. This is like at the beginning of the pandemic and during the pandemic when like you know the city, the, the, the state was like, no, leave everybody the fuck alone, no more of that shit right now. Right. And the That's... feds came in and they started scooping people up. So, so I'd go down the block. I'd go around the block blaring my horn. Uh huh. Because it's like a whole fucking siege team. Wow. Of ice. Yeah. And then like the next block, there's like ambulances picking up bodies. And it's like, what the fuck? Wow. A lot's changed, like, especially, like, in, in the migrant community. Uh-huh. So, it's normal for men to be at, like, Home Depot. Uh-huh. And on the corners of certain right, neighborhoods right, to get picked right, up to work. Right. Well, they weren't out there. But what I see now that they're coming back, mm. women are there now. Mm. Well, I've I never seen, seen that before. Yeah, right. And you know what? i never seen them out there with their children, like I see now. They're on the, they're on the corners with the fruit and stuff? Yes. With the babies? But somebody did an interview, so... What I was watching, and they were saying that some of them are now using the kids. And I was like, You think so? Because I actually, so I work all over, I work for transit, and I came out. This was during the pandemic, I'll never forget. And the lady was out there, not the height, but towards the end now. This is when everybody's moving last summer. And um, she had her daughter out there selling the water, so I just gave her like $20. Right, I just was like, Oh my god, like. No, they, yeah. they don't have a choice. It's not. They're not. They're not that's sitting what I'm there I'm like, scamming that, the system. That's what I'm saying. Like you really think? No, that no. Somebody's I, out here doing that. Okay. Well, the odds are, there's somebody out there doing that. There's somebody. There's somebody. But most of them, they have no fucking choice. Their yeah, children are strapped I, to their I, back because they have no money. They can't find work. Nobody's building. Sh- nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Right. I, I've seen families. Mm-hmm. Like, the mom and the dad both got a kid. The kids got scooters so they can keep... The kids got to stay on the side, going back... Like... Yes, yes. And even on the subway, mm-hmm. you see a whole family on the subway. I think because it's warm now, it's not as intense. But there were whole families that we would see on there. Oh, wow. And what I feel is happening now is people are going back into their bubbles. Are they going back to their old self? No, to to their pandemic self, hiding inside of a bubble in their apartment. It, it, Why they, do you think that? I feel that from people, like just the. I, I see the way that people interact when they get in the car. Uh-huh. Generally, over a whole sampling of the city, people are generally in the same mindset. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Monday morning. I don't want to talk. You know, like oh, or they're okay. grumpy, or uh-huh. the city has a certain feel to it. it it's it's not exact science, but right. I I can tell when something over the whole group of the city has changed. Mm. So there was a couple of weeks of everybody being very, very happy and talkative. Mm-hmm. Talk and talk. Everybody got in the car talking, talking, talking. Talk. They, they could not shut the fuck up. <laughs> For weeks. Right, right. And now it's gone. 
So do you think that's because the media is now telling people that it's going back up and we got monkeypox now? So I don't know. Is this like a fear factor? Like, is this something no. that they're doing? On, I don't know. This is real life. This know, is what really but, fuck happens. Right, but I just feel like it's being shoved down your throat again. Here we go with the same thing, but it's not as intense. Like, I, to me, I, working for transit, I feel like I see things in real time. Right, right, versus, yes. Right. Versus most people. Right. So my reality, and I used to tell my sister that, and she ended up passing away after the pandemic from Sorry. COVID. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But um, when, I would never forget things, not things, Easter. We do a big thing, like kids, Easter egg hunt, and that, yeah, I told her, I said, no, I'm not coming over. I said, your reality isn't my reality. I said, people are dying in real time. I said, people were signing on with me on Friday, and they were dead on Monday. Right. I said, real talk. So I was like, no way, I'm not coming over there by you guys. And then the next year, which was last year, she passed. Her son, my nephew went to a football game. The coach took his, he had his mask off, like he didn't have it on, you know, and people are more like, ah, you know, the pandemic is, it's not as intense, blah, blah, blah. She goes home, she gets a call from, what is it, the CDC? I think they were still tracking people right. at that point. So she gets a call, so she says, okay, let's everybody go and get tested. When got tested, everybody came back negative. About a week later, he's sitting on the couch, my nephew, not feeling well, nothing bad, but just not well. She said, let's go back and get tested again. So her, my brother-in-law, my nephew, everybody went back and got tested. Everybody came back positive. And now starts the cycle. And she just kept getting progressively worse. Like, you would talk to her. I called her one day. She was in the hospital. I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm going to text you. I said, you can't even, you can't catch your breath. And then they took her. I don't even remember the hospital. I was like, I don't know. I thought... I couldn't understand how even now, you lost so many people during the pandemic. How's there not a standard now for when people come in with COVID and they have to go on the ventilator? Well, now they're saying it's bad to go on the ventilator too soon. Mm. Like during the whole process, I even told my wife, I, mm -hmm. I think the ventilator is the wrong thing because if you're on a ventilator too long, too long, mm -hmm. your your lungs forget how to breathe on their own, mm. and they won't they won't do it anymore. Got it. It loses the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. So so that's why so many people were dying in the beginning because mm -hmm. okay. that was the they now they don't do that. Oh, at all. Unless there's no other choice. Oh, okay. It's not the first thing they do anymore because right. now right. they know better. Because that's what I'm like. How is there not no standards for her stuff? Everything just started shutting down. So, it was like, wow, I said, but there should be some standard. With all the people we lost, there should be something where we say, okay, we know this didn't work, that didn't work, this didn't work. But we can do this, this, and this. There, nobody, everybody's just not making a plan anymore. Oh. <laughs> That's what the fuck it is. It's like, no more plan. Everybody's just arguing about everything. Um, I, I didn't realize that. So, when you go this way, can you just turn left? Not right? No, this is right. And I'll get off on the other entrance. Or if you go straight... Well, I'll go wherever you want me to go. You want me to make the right here? No, okay. So when you go up the next block... Go straight. Make, go straight and then make a right. Because so, I need to be on the other end to go... And yeah, on, on Archer Avenue, I'm going to make a right. Yes. Oh, okay. okay, thank you. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm just like, where's the standard? There should be something in motion that's set in stone. Okay, we did this. We did that. We lost so many people... We should be able to say, okay, that don't work, that don't work, but this does work. So we'll stick with this. 
and I would send them. I remember my brother, who's in California when this first started, again because their reality is different from mine. Right. I sent um I sent in our family chat. I said, listen, this is what's going on. He puts in the chat, oh, this is propaganda. <laughs> You're overreacting. And when you get to the corner, uh, okay, right where that car turned. Yeah. And then I can just come out like this. He's like, you're overreacting. You want to make a turn here or just stay? I don't think so. I think the subway is right here on the corner. Um, thank you very oh. much. It was oh, great no, seeing you again. But can I be seen? I don't want to be seen. No, no, it's just audio. Great. Uh, my name is Grim Driver, and the podcast is called No Longer Apart. Be as funny as you like, Bina. Oh, I'm just supposed to talk? <laughs> Whatever you'd like. You don't ask questions? Okay, so um, how do you feel about Roe vs. Wade? Wow, we're getting right to it. <laughs> well, you only um, got ten minutes. No, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't think that it's anybody else's decision to make. Right. I think it's very personal. I don't think that it's an easy decision for a woman to make to do that. So I feel like to put a blanket law over something that sensitive, that like a man would actually just never be able to understand, is really insane. Well, I think that we should um, tell all men that we're coming for their sperm. <laughs> we're not going to take it nicely and we're just going to do it and they have no choice uh-huh. because we're just going to make that choice for them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be like fair play? Telling somebody else what they're going to do with their body? I, I mean, it just would never happen. <laughs> of course well, not. That's the truth of the matter. Because like, this is a medical procedure. It's... So they can regulate that and tell the doctors not to do it. You can't actually fuck with men at all. But why not? Like, There's literally, what, what would you do? Make everybody get their tubes tied, and then there'd be no procreation in the world? That doesn't even make sense. Well, it, it also doesn't work where it's fully on the woman what happens after that point. Well, right? I agree. Right? And it's nobody else's business. And there was a time when there were, like, orphanages. Yeah. Because there were so many unwanted children. Right, yeah. And that's just where we'll go back to, because... Children need to be raised. Mm-hmm. You can't just pop them. them out and they're fine and you're done. Mm-hmm. There's a, 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 a lifetime commitment that comes along with it. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're going backwards. Right. And and like they're worried about is now women are going to go to the extremes of um, unhealthy methods that aren't scientifically proven and there's no medical profession. They will for sure. Do you think it has anything to do with money? I think it's about the Christian base worried that their numbers are shrinking. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah. why else are they worried about how many babies there are? All From their a political ch- stance, I, I think, it's I think that that. Um, that if we were to go to war, other countries have a higher average of family, children in their family. And America's average is now one when it used to be four. Right. I didn't know that. So I feel like there might be people on the top that are concerned about that. Well, you know why family sizes are smaller than they used to be? Because hmm. more children survive. Hmm. You know, my grandmother had 10 kids. My, my great-grandmother had 10 kids and maybe four survive. Whoa. We have inoculations for the things that generally kill children now. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer the need to have so many children to cover your bets. I, I think that the people that are pushing for this see that their children are leaving where they are and they want to replenish those areas. 
I just, I think that it's almost deeper than that. What, what do you think? Like, just the more poverty that can be created, the more control that will be needed to place on different areas. Like, just the more problems there are, the more control will be needed. And I think that's always been the goal, even with COVID. Like, the more COVID there was, the more we were almost, like, shifting towards martial law. Like, it was insane. Well, you know that because if it was a different... If it had become a different thing, the spread would have been uncontrollable. Like, if it had made a left instead of a right. Yeah, but I'm not even really necessarily talking about COVID. Just saying the opportunity to have more control on the population for whatever reason, which COVID is a great example, is always grabbed up quickly. So you think that... Well, I mean, you could definitely say some men had a problem that women had a choice. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, is that kind of direction you're going with? Say it, it again. There are definitely some men that are angry women have choices. Because they want them to have a child or because they do not do not want them to have a child? Because they want to have control. Right. You know? Over like, whatever the decision is. Whatever the decision is. It's like... It, it's, but I'm not one of those people who think it's purely a woman's choice. Because I think that's equally as stupid. I like, think more of the choice is on the woman. Sure. But if you're having sex with somebody, like, obviously, unless it's a horrible, horrible situation. Right. But if you're having sex with somebody, you guys are both very fully aware of what could come of that. Right. So you're not going to be like, hey, we're doing this act together, and then I'm going to decide to have this kid, or I'm going to decide not to. that's what happens often. Yeah, because there's no consequences at that moment. I think it's more of a concern to me if somebody decides, like, I'm going to bring this kid into the world and have you pay child support and X, Y, Z without any consideration of their, Mm -hmm. like, wherewithal to do so. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's also what creates such a huge issue. What what percentage is that? I'm sure tons. I I don't don't think it's a pandemic level thing. I think it does happen. I think people consent to the act of sex, but not what comes after it. Well, people don't worry about consequences. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> but, like, that happens all the time. Well, what's really... What really makes the least amount of sense to me is... In my lifetime, now there's something called the morning after pill. Right. So there is an immediate thing people can do Yeah, but now. here's something you may not know about that little pill. Right. Mm-hmm. If you are already ovulating, right. it is completely useless. Okay. So all that it does is stop you from ovulating. And... The more you take it, the more harmful it is on your ovaries. So if you have taken that pill enough, and the 10th time you're like, okay, maybe I can risk it for the sake of my health. Well, all birth control comes with a heavy cost. Except for condoms. Any any chemical woman needs to put the As a young girl, you're not taught that. Doctors just pass it out like candy. Right. At Planned Parenthood, they just give it to you for free. Yeah. And then you're fucked in many ways later. But the, the point of me getting to that other pill was that there are more options than just abortion. Mm-hmm. And the, they, they've taken everything Preventative. off the table. Yeah. They're not saying, hey. They've taken plan B off the table? They've taken everything off. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They don't want to have. In Tennessee, you can't get it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They that's stopped all birth burn. control. Fuck. So. Birth control? Right. Not in your state. You're fine. Right, that, that's what the problem is. I didn't know is. that. That's psychotic. Right. It's like, okay. I thought it was just abortion. No. Are we sure about this? I don't think that's true. We're gonna As I had this. originally heard it. I don't Let's know see. if that's true. Because that would be like beyond. That's not even like, that's just insane. 
You can't make it so everybody has to be pregnant if they have Plan sex. Plan B not banned in any states. Yeah. But what about the birth control? Okay, that's next. Because that's part of Planned Parenthood. They want to defund Planned Parenthood. Yeah, but you can get birth control from your regular doctor. Right, but we're talking about people that can't. And there's many purposes got it, got it, got for it, birth it. control. Yes, other there than are. Birth. I think that's what he was saying, though, that a lot of people who don't have access and stuff, it was banned, like, they're trying to ban Planned Parenthood. Yeah, it's not like... Birth I, control is still legal. They're every, just going to make it more state. difficult for people to access it. it. It's definitely in some states become a problem. Yeah. So that... If, if they're like, look, we need to have more education, we should have more sex ed, we need more of this, we need... Fine, we'll all agree to that. I don't think it's going to change anything, honestly. Well, but it's... I don't think being educated about a topic is what makes mm-hmm. you not do it. I think it's just discipline. Oh, me being educated about the topic as, as a young man made sure that I made right choices. Yeah, but I think a lot of it's discipline, and we do need things that you can kind of fall back onto. Like, every adult can the talk about that. The problem is these... People in power are going against the Constitution. I believe so. It's. <laughs> I just don't think that religion should have anything to do with lawmaking. Well, but that's the problem is that... If it's illegal to pray in a public school, it should be illegal to make political choices based on your religion. Well, the problem is that our money says in God our, we trust. So it was never truly separate. Yeah. Because which God are we trusting? And which a man is a man. What is it? Which man is a man? All men are... Right, right, right. All, right. Which, who's that man we looking at? Yep. Is it all men or man? Or mankind. Right. Or humans. Or exactly. let's come up with a new word that includes everybody. Habitants of the planet. Yeah. It's, 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 again, a choice. It's not like we're selling them wholesale on the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we don't want anybody to get an abortion, hopefully. But it's there in case. I it's see there that, that I completely agree with. Like it's not but I think also to be honest, this whole thing has created like I've seen a lot of women share their stories about having needed to get an abortion and it's almost becoming too casual and too like I don't want to use the word popular, but too like positive. I don't think that in any situation it's like positive or exciting or good that you have to go and get an abortion. Like it's horrible. So so then that goes to the other side of we should do more education. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, because yes, there are yeah. extremes and there are people that are not using it correctly, if that's even a way to say it, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I've heard stories about people who have done it on, like, 12 times, and it's not because of something heinous. Right. It's because they just have it available to them and they don't want a kid at that time, and I completely understand that, but it can't be taken for granted or taken advantage of because that's where I think people do feel valid in their argument about not allowing it. You know? well, the problem is that, that they believe their God says it's wrong. Which, that, which if, is fine. If, if they don't want to pay then for then it. Then don't do it. They don't want to pay for it. Because it's federally funded and their money goes there. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of things that are federally funded <laughs> right. that we pay for. It's like, fucking drop it. <laughs> right. We federally, federally fund everything. We, like, we federally funded sand flies eating puppies. And the fact that they genuinely <laughs> think that's where their money's going when our streets look like shit. Right. It's like, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful meeting you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, nobody in the front. Okay. Hey, for Tommy, right? Yes. Three is white, right? Yeah, very smart. Oh, nice car. They're all going to Queens. That's where I want to go. Oh, you do want to go there? I do want to go there, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm going to go home after this. <laughs>
I got uh, candy if you like. There's cell phone chargers back there if you need, and you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablet. Okay. Si William itu dia nggak bawa HP lagi ya? Lupa. Nantes jadi dia udah ketemu belum? Apa? Udah ketemu. Udah. Coba cek si Pandi atas itu. Hmm? Tadi kan si William udah di luar. Iya. Si William mungkin di luar gitu. Kita kan dia tadi udah berapa sudah lah kan? Iya, tapi ketemu nggak masalahnya? Soalnya lagi di fitting room. Abis makan bijit, Selama perjalanan You could uh, follow it by uh, getting the QR there. Mm. You guys got 35 minutes if you want to be on podcast. So, what's your topic? Uh, we can talk about anything you want. So, the way it works is my name is Grim Driver, yeah. and the podcast is called No Longer Apart. Uh. Uh, basically, we've all been separated and not talking about things because of the pandemic, the politics before the pandemic, uh. and everything that we're going through now. So people share their stories about their life, their experiences, or we could talk about anything. Uh, only inside the car, huh? Inside the car. <laughs> That's a good one, man. 
and then I make videos as I'm driving. Uh, and you put the, the conversation with the video, uh, and then you can do both. Oh. So you do editing everything by your own? Yeah. Cool, man. A lot of fucking work. <laughs> For extra cheese, no problem. No, you know how much extra cheese? Uh, you want to know how much money I made last month? Uh-huh. $11. No, for for doing the... The podcast, uh, I made 45 cents. It takes a long time to make money. Yeah, yeah, By process, huh? Yeah. But if you, everything's, if everything's wrong for you, cheese will come in easy, right? Because I have someone, they do a podcast, especially at the, in the YouTube. Like, they, they get a lot of money, man. You, you gotta build it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right now, the podcast is building great by itself. Uh-huh. And the Facebook stuff is growing very fast. Mm-hmm. The other stuff is slow. Yeah. TikTok, Twitter, yeah. YouTube. You know, if I have... I had zero when I started. Oh. So I have like 400 Facebook followers. I got like 30,000 hits and videos and all that shit. But like on TikTok, I got 50. Because <laughs> the ones work at TikTok is only... Only the girl which check with the towel. Ass, yeah, know? right. Shit, That's what everybody wants to watch. <laughs> That's what I see. You see the girl in the towel, yeah. and you're watching, and you know you're not gonna see anything. <laughs> you know nothing's coming. But you sit there watching it, and then it starts again, and you're like, motherfucker, you got yeah, it. what are you? Doing? You know that towel ain't coming off. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to figure that formula out to get yeah. higher numbers, and that's when you start making money. Yeah, it's about the formula. At the first one, right? You have to break the wall, and then after right. you break the walls. As soon as I figure out what the right things that people will look at over and over and over again. But look, I started at nothing three months ago, mm-hmm. and now my videos this month did about thirty thousand. So that's a lot. Views, yeah. So next month, I think I should easily be able to do 60,000. Yeah. But you don't really start, nothing really happens until yeah. you get over a million. Yeah, you're right. At least after a million, and then... Yeah, when, then you can get sponsors, yeah. and yeah, it takes a while. Like, you get advertised. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the advertise. you know how much, I have, a, I have a sponsor from the podcast through, like, the company and stuff. Uh-huh. I made, like, 40 cents. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. It takes 1,000 listeners uh-huh. to make $10.50. Is it including tax already or exclude? Exclude tax. Oh, shit. Well, they're not going to charge me tax on $10.40. <laughs> Maybe you get only like eight. <laughs> they're not going to charge, charge you tax on $10.40. I don't know. <laughs> You know. I could prove I spent more than $10 making the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> I I think it's possible that I can figure out how to make some kind of money out of this in a year or so. Yeah. So, you drive the Uber with the Tesla, is it works? This has, what do you mean does it work? It, it's, like, it it's works, like, because... Uh, you know the gas, everything now. That but Tesla is without the gas, right? Right. But electric, so you save a lot of things with the Tesla. Is it worth? Or not? As of a week ago, no. Oh yeah. They just changed the way the charging prices worked. Oh. And now I'm really saving a lot of money. Oh. They, so they, they changed like so. Before, like this is the chargers, right? 
So before the price went all the way up to that much, fifty-six cents, mm -hmm. right? When you charge? My charge. Before the gas price went up, uh -huh. it was lower. Oh. So if you go at certain times, it's half price. Oh, okay. And other times, like if I go right now, I'm uh -huh. not gonna go right now. It's double the price. <laughs> so when I wake up tomorrow morning at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. I live near this charger right here. I live right by Ridgewood. So I'll go to that charger at 2 o'clock in the morning for like 45 minutes, fully charge the car, uh, half price, uh, and then go to work. So, so now is a bigger savings than like a week ago. Okay. But I drive more than normal people, and I don't have a house to charge at. If you had a house to plug this into, then it would charge, of course, you a lot less. Where are you guys from? Uh, I'm from Ohio. From Ohio? Uh -huh. Are you visiting? Yeah, no, we, we, we're gonna go to my friend's uh, wedding. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's around the United States Day from uh, Georgia and then one from Iowa. Yeah, and then we just come to, you know. The big party. <laughs> yeah. It's this weekend coming or the wedding happened already? Uh, not this weekend coming. This weekend coming? You are like uh, the wedding party, like mm -hmm. the, the the best men and the groomsmen and stuff. Yeah, the groomsmen with the groomsmen. Cool. Is is this the first of your friends getting married? No. Now you guys are all <laughs> yeah. you're all married. <laughs> you're all pros at this already. <laughs> Looks like a young man, huh? They said the Asian face does not turn too fast. Well, without this beard, I look just as long as you. The Sicilian face, don't age either. I'm 45. Uh, you're funny, man. I'm 45. If, if I didn't have the beard, you, you, so, you know, I get it. We're lucky. We look young for a long time. It's good. But no, I, you know, like, that. that's like... I was the first person to get married in my friends. Oh, yeah? But then I was also the first one to get divorced. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was the first one to have it's, kids. It's not become a comedy, but I'm so sorry. No, but it is. You know? It's right. Because, like, I, I like to, when I go to New York, I like go to the comedy club, you know, watch stand-up comedian, try, I mean, like, it's it's more fun for me. Like, they always say, like, how do we figure it out, the comedy? It's because uh, the time plus the past that that make you like you know it's sad but if you go away from it yeah, further enough you can look back and it's yeah funny. It's, it's just like funny things like right. and then like oh and then that's why I'm like I'm loving but I'm so sorry about that like trust me it's yeah. better this way <laughs> <laughs> right? you have to laugh at life yeah better than we did like the the praise everything you know like what the fuck life must go on. Absolutely, yeah. And you better laugh about it. Because it's fucking funny every day. I can make you laugh all day long with my life. Don't worry about it. It's really funny. I, I could spend all day making you laugh. But I, I was also the first one to get remarried a second time. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, the first no. one to have kids and all uh, that stuff. So, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. You have how many kids? Three. Three? Yeah. They're grown up now. Yeah. My oh. oldest is like 21. 21 already? Yeah. In September, he'll be 21. Ooh. They're here? Yeah. It goes quick. He was, <laughs> he was this big 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Feels like that, huh? Yeah. Time wait, wait. <laughs> Time flies so fast, man. So how, so, so how long you been married? 
me. Uh, almost seven, I know. Oh, over seven years? Kids? Not yet. Not yet. You want kids? I want it. Maybe next year. Oh, soon. Right. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Yeah, because uh, we're just thinking like uh, kids is not... You have to you have to ready for everything, you know. You have to ready for your for your time, you know. That you can hang out maybe only together. That that you can do anymore, like. And then we're thinking like, okay, it's okay. Your whole and life I, changes. Huh? Your whole life changes. Yeah. yeah. And then it's not easy, right? It's it's because not hard. It's not. I know when we when when we go there, maybe not hard, but we thinking about that. So, from yeah. where you're standing, it seems like a lot. Yeah. But when you're in the shit, uh, it's not too bad. Yeah, because you are in the shit already. Because <laughs> you're in the shit, right? Exactly. You 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 cannot see the shit because you're in the shit. You're already. in the shit. Yeah, I like you. <laughs> uh, what kind of work do you do? Uh, for me? Yeah. I'm due for the restaurant. Oh, you work like a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> I work at a lot of restaurants. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's a lot of hard work, man. Uh, Restaurants, no joke. Uh, no, it depends. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right, what kind of restaurant you work? I was before I was work for the French restaurant. Right. And then I was learning how to do Japanese restaurant. And then when I know, I mean, I never turn back because it's a lot of joke. <laughs> oh, so you doing like hibachi type of shit? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you got the personality for it. <laughs> and then like. Like 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 this right now. And that's why I asked you about the podcast. And then like, I get everything something new from my customer, and then a lot of fun. Without reading, without watching, only talking. That's what I love. You should you should take you should have video of it. Um, you should put up a little camera that looks at you. I'm trying to be like that, but I think I'm the man like to enjoy the moment. I know. I even, know. Even you make the video, you enjoy right. the moment too, but. You know, like when you wanna break the wall sometimes, and they're like, not yet, not yet, you know. But it's easy, you know. Only use the body for the body cam, or I can do the managing everything, and then I can do. Oh, you can go back later know, to get the footage. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but you can't hear you talk. Yeah. Yeah. But but I doesn't get the moment. I doesn't get the point yet. Like, okay, here we go. You know, like here we go. But I don't know. When I so before I did the podcast, uh-huh. people would normally come in here and talk about everything. Yeah. Just even just the same way it's on the podcast. Yeah. So when I thought of this idea, I had the same fear. I don't want to ruin how natural it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to. But I found that it isn't that much of a difference, uh-huh. and you get more comfortable with it. So it, I had the same fear you did. Yeah. The same thought. <laughs> it's not going to be the same if I know I'm being recorded. Yeah. And for a little while you feel that way. <laughs> but right now I'm doing it. I'm not even. I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. It, it's yeah, easy. It's always in every in every everything you do. Maybe you will think like that too. You know, like like before I I don't know nothing about. You know, I just I just the sh- before I was a chef right. at a French restaurant. Who the one work for? I don't know nothing about who the fuck eat my food you know right, right. I just cook from the kitchen then someone gonna bring my food serve to the customer and then I don't know nothing but I know because I'm I'm start from the beginning man like I become a chef I help her everything's you know yeah and then when we become a chef like 
oh like this the feeling and then habachi you know habachi is always talking you know he, if you want to eat and go maybe you guys gonna go to buffet then the fine dining restaurant go to habachi at least you have to give the tips you know like everything you spend money i mean if you don't want to spend money and then you just go to the buffet but when someone go to habachi i mean in their mind already okay it's a fun it's a fun is that true man that's that's the real i mean for real everybody it's an art form yeah it's it's an entertainment yeah it's, it, and then it, everybody already in in their mindset like okay i gonna do i gonna let a fun there with the family especially you know yeah. like a big table like and then like when when we do nothing when everybody do nothing especially the chef and then the customer gonna be mad i pay for this you know if they pay <laughs> yeah. but some some fucking idiot people they doesn't give her nothing and then they ask for something you know of course well that's that's customers <laughs> that's how it works buddy sorry to tell you that yeah any service industry that's how it's gonna be yeah. but, but that's a no i, I mean I've, I've always had a lot of respect for the people that do yeah. the hibachi because that's you got to be on yeah you have to be able to perform uh -huh. and be comfortable with yourself uh -huh. and deal with all the bullshit yeah. I, those guys are professionals. You, that's a great job, man. But the, it's the same thing like what I do with this job. Mm. Is anybody can drive a car. Of course. Yeah. But I try and give hospitality. Yeah. Which is the difference. Yeah, it's the... Uh, yeah. Little bit different is uh, more better than little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good, man. Now there's a face to the people that you're cooking for. Mm -hmm. And now they see a face of the person that's cooking for them. Yeah. It's, all, it's a whole great thing. Yeah, before when I when still I'm when I'm still cook, yeah, I'm feeling that too. right now I just operated the restaurant, so yeah, a lot of things, no, a lot of things. You're right. You never know where life's gonna take. Yeah, you. maybe maybe become I gonna become mechanic. I don't know, you know. <laughs> you could be a comic. Why yeah. not? It's hard. <laughs> I had a friend that wanted to be a comic. Oh yeah. And he was funny. Like talking, he was always the funniest guy. But when he went on stage, oh, really nervous? Huh? It, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. He's, but, he he was so desperate. He started telling the jokes that I told him to tell, which were bad jokes, because mm -hmm. he blanked out. Yeah. And then he's he looked at me, and I'm like, what the fuck you want me to do? Tell <laughs> the he started telling my jokes, were horrible jokes. But it's practice. You just got to be yeah, used to because comic is like not. Not like a group, you know. The group you can throw the job and then you can buy the job, like you know. You, we can uh, if the group you, you you guys can make it easy. The punchline easy, go punchline easy. But the comic is like you have you have to make everyone's in the same feeling, right? With your joke, yeah. You know, like oh my god. <laughs> well, that's psychology. Yeah. Guys, study a lot of human psychology. Yeah, it's, it's about psychology. It is. It's, when I was a teenager, I had a job as a clown. Uh, for your friends? No, I, no, no. As making money. Oh, real? I used to go to be a clown with balloons. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, I'm serious. I was a Santa Claus, too, and a bunny rabbit, <laughs> and a Power Ranger, and all that shit. Okay. So I had to go to school to learn how to perform as a yeah, because, proper clown. Yeah, because the hospitality is different, huh? Oh, it's completely, yeah. yeah, it's different rules. Yeah. And you have to act a certain way because there's children, yeah, and, yeah. you know. So the first thing they teach you about comedy uh -huh. is they put four people together, uh -huh. like they're going to take a photograph, right? And they're like... If you say, uh, it's a Kodak moment, people are going to smile because they're thinking that already. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's a, it's a popular catchphrase. It's yeah. it's something that's in the collective mind of everything. So a lot of comedy, and it's not the absolute truth and direction of comedy, but if you can pick what's in their head already and expose it, you use less words because they already got the picture in their head. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so, uh, you know, like. So you have to throw the way to make everybody sense is the same sense, right? Right. You got to bring everybody to the same space that's in your mind. Uh, <laughs> But you got to try and use what's in their mind already. It saves your time. Yeah. So if if uh, whatever you're gonna talk is in their mind already, you just blew up, blew up, blew up. Right. Uh, Easy uh, laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what what's happening in politics right now? Yeah. Right. You got ton and everybody's heard it already. <laughs> you don't have to re-explain it. You know, yeah. like all oh, these fucking politicians, and everybody laughs. laughs. Ah, you know, they're all fucking assholes. Ah, you know, like. <laughs> but no, but you have the personality. You just gotta practice. You gotta drag your friends to go see you all the time. We we li we live apart, so. No, I know, I know. You guys still travel, though. Yeah. No, but you gotta make them fly to see you. <laughs> That'd be really funny. <laughs> It's a lot of sponsorship only for watch me, and then I'm I'm sad, and then like. <laughs> But that's a joke. <laughs> and only you get it. <laughs> that's cool. So how do you? So so you're Ohio, you said, right? Yeah. How do you feel that where you live has come back from the pandemic? Do you feel like it's back to normal, 100%, uh, or no? Uh, not really, not really. Like half? Uh, Less? No, almost 80%. 80? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Almost 80%. But people still keep, uh, especially the old people, huh? Yeah, They right. still uh, care about, you know, they still care about everything, but... But yeah, they're old. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they should. Yeah, they have to take care, you know. Like here, we're probably like 40%. 40%? Yeah. Because I'm... I'm uh, I'm not uh, live at the biggest not 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 a big city, so but that's why maybe so easy. That's why I feel like 80% almost every everybody already feels you know we have a we have a like a Friday night market you know and then we have a Saturday morning market and then when I come there there's a lot of people so it's been <laughs> well it's good right? yeah it's good to hear it's busy and like it's it's good already but. I don't know. Maybe it's works at the like the biggest city, the big city. Maybe still need a time, you know. Because yeah. pandemic is not like flip your hand just directly, you know. So many, a lot of things, you know. You have to change about your mindset, about the cleanliness, you know, everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so like where you work now is more busy than it's been. It's getting busier and busier and getting better yeah, and better. Better, better, better. That's good. Better. But right now it's slow season though, you know, everybody, everybody go to Florida. I got you. Right, right, right. So this is the slow season. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And then I think, I think who the one uh, go to the school is still this one too, right? Summer break, I think. Summer break, yeah. yeah. Right, so this is, even here it's yeah, slow right now. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's somewhere else. Yeah. Well, uh, a very wise coffee man told me the other day that there's no COVID on vacation. Yeah. There's only COVID in the office. <laughs> yeah, that video got a lot of hits when I made that video. Uh, yeah? Yeah. So, the Spotify 
your name is the Grim, right? Yeah, my I name is Grim Driver. I'm gonna take a photo of this. Yeah, if you if you scan the code, uh -huh. it'll bring you right to the podcast. Okay. Okay. But I'm all all the platforms and stuff. Okay. Is this um, like a very big wedding you're going to? Not really. What? That's great. Big yeah. weddings suck. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> wedding, you make a big wedding like, no. It's just the close friend, then some family. I mean, especially family and then the closest friends. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, because when you have too many people, you can't even talk to them. Yeah, not even talk. And then you're going to think about, not, you know, something else, right? Yeah, this way at least you get to see everybody that came to see you. Yeah. Just try to make a good time, man. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the wedding's in Queens? Or uh, somewhere else? Do you wanna? No, it's, other, it's like... Long Island or something? I forgot the name. It's, it's like 20 minutes from... Yeah. Oh, so like Queens? Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe only Queens. Queens, Brooklyn, something like that. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to travel far. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Well, I look forward to seeing you as a comedian. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Why not? Go for it. No, no, the comedian. I just, I like, I like to laugh for, for what happened at the past, you know. Yeah, I got like, like, it's funny. You just want to be a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> when I go, that's why when I go to New York, I, I go to comedy club, drink some, you know, and they're like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> just relaxation because... The way you relaxation your mind is totally a lot of things you can do, right? Yeah. Especially in New York, but I think that's the way I relax to enjoy, you know. No, it's great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody look, everybody should go to a comedy club. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great time. And especially in New York, you never know who you're going to see. <laughs> you right. you, yeah. you know, it, and it used to be like you yeah, go to a regular random. Yeah, just random people, yeah. you know, random like really good comics walk in. And then I just I just know that that when they wanted the open open me, right? They they just pay the drinks, then they you can open me. You know, just like you gotta bring five. It used to be like five five people. to ten people, two drinks each. Yeah. So you know a lot. You go there too. I used to. Like I, I used to have friends that wanted to be comics and stuff. So I had to go buy drinks. You have to support your friends. Yeah. You gotta pay ten dollars for the tickets. Yeah. Buy the two fucking drinks. <laughs> Or, or like, you know, like I, I used to go to comedy clubs a lot. I, I don't go as much as I used to. I, I used to go a lot. When, when I was younger, I'd just wander around the city to different music places and bars and clubs. <laughs> all night long, I just wander, just place to place. They used to not charge you to go in all the time. When, when I was growing up in New York. Are you, you, are you from New York? Yeah. You're, you're from New York? Yeah. Totally from New York. Yeah, I was born here. Okay. Yeah, my uh, my grandparents came from uh, Sicily, so I'm I'm second generation. From what? Sicily. Sicily. What? Uh, underneath Italy. Oh. There's a little island underneath Italy. That's but part of the Italy. Not really. They don't like us. <laughs> we're we're too close to Africa, so they don't like us. <laughs> they really don't like us. Uh, no. We're a not... separate country. We used to have our own king. Oh yeah? Yeah, no, seriously. Oh, okay. So Sicily okay. is in the Mediterranean. The Mediterranean. So you know how the boot is kicking yeah. the soccer ball? Yeah. Yeah, we're the soccer ball. 
You become comedian. You good man. I mean, no, Sicily. They like the nation. Yeah, it was a nation at one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before like World War One, World War Two, you know, oh, like you yeah. know, before that, like a lot of, of change, huh? Oh, there's always change. You know how that goes. <laughs> Uh, like what happened right now, we don't know what's gonna be happening. Yeah, who knows what the fuck we're gonna have it here, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's all shit. And we're sitting in the shit. Someone go to the war, and then we got the impact. Man, usually I buy, I buy the gas in Ohio, right? right. Like two something, two fifty, you know. Right. And then. When the war start beginning, everything like 525, 555, you know, like, oh my God. Like double price. Yeah. They warned us that this was going to happen in the future. <laughs> they, they did warn us that. Yeah, that's, the, that's the warning, huh? They've been warning us like, hey, yeah. gas is a problem. Hey, yeah. we can't rely on gas. Hey, it's so unstable. Tesla. <laughs> I bought it as a business opportunity. Yeah, yeah. The city allowed us to only add electric cars. Oh yeah. So I have a Camry with a license that mm -hmm. I rent to somebody else. Yeah. And then I got this for me. I only got this because it was an opportunity to have two cars as Ubers. Ooh. So the electric part is great, but that's not why I bought it. Okay. It was like you know a business decision. Yeah. I mean, it, I love the car. I can't go back to gas now. Oh yeah. No, this car's great. How, how how long are you drive the electric car? Like how many about years? Four years. Four years already. 180,000 miles. Oh my god. This has 180,000 miles on it. 800,000? 180,000. You want to see how fast it is? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's that much. That's not. That's that much. Yeah. All the other cars are slow. Yes, I do. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yes, I'm going to go to the bathroom.